Welcome to North Beach Now. I'm Blair Helsing, the producer, and I'm glad to have you here as we continue our tour of North Beach venues that present music. Last year, at the end of the year, we featured the Lost Church at the north end of town, or the neighborhood, um, however you look at it. And this episode is all about the Savoy, or Savoy Tivoli, or Savoy Tivoli, call it however you'd like. They don't have a problem with any of it. Uh, Just make sure you go check it out. 1434 Grant Avenue between Green and Union, newly reopened just a few weeks ago. More than 100 years of history, a lot of which will be covered in this episode. We will be talking about monkeys on murals. We will be just having a brief conversation about punk And uh, the bands that played there in the 70s, of course, Beach Blanket Babylon began at the Savoy before moving to Club Fugazi. So much more to talk about. Cocktails, coffee, artists, including Jeremy Fish, and we even have a brief visit from the Beatles. So I hope you will check out this episode. Let's get into the conversation with Tito Avila, who is one of the owners of the Savoy Tivoli. And thank you again for checking out North Beach Now. We're here at the Savoy Tivoli. The first thing you can do for me, Tito, is clear up what's confusion in my mind, which is, do people say Savoy or Savoy? or uh, where, oh, that's... How's that accented or does anyone care? <laughs> uh, I, I would say uh, my gut reaction to that question is it's all over the board. Uh, it's actually quite interesting. The more that I talk to people, uh, especially people that from North Beach, people that are longtime San Francisco residents, it can be everything from the Tivoli. Uh, so some people come mm. out and say it's a Tivoli. Some new staff that we've hired can't say Tivoli. They say like Tivoli or <laughs> or they go. That's t- very Italian. <laughs> I think so. Um, it depends uh, generationally. Um, a lot of people do call it the Savoy, yeah. Um, and and then the, and then there are some folks that run with the the Savoy. So yeah, yeah. Um, That's and, what I've done. Okay. More than anything. So interestingly enough, uh, the name was actually uh, has. I know we're going to talk about the, more of the future in the beginning, but I'll, I'll segue a little bit of history yeah. here. Um, it actually was started out as the New Tivoli Restaurant. Uh-huh. Back in 1906 or some around that time frame when the first owner, which uh, uh, I think was uh, Mr. Finocchio, um, he was the very first, the opener of the, the Savoy. And it stayed that way until he sold it to one Fred Koo in like 19, I want to say uh, 57, around that range. Mm. And Fred Koo added the Savoy, took out the yeah. uh, new and added mm. Savoy and uh-huh. made it the Savoy Tivoli. Yeah. So uh, for for a century, uh, sorry, half a century, it was the new Tivoli, new Tivoli, and then it became the Savoy Tivoli, and so it's had about had about a cent, half a century as well. Very good. So um, you reopened the place a few weeks ago yes, in sir. December, middle of December. Technically, the weekend before Thanksgiving was the our first. Uh, oh, our I first, saw the sign. Yeah, our first soft yeah. opening. We had a few yeah. soft openings to kind of get. I mean, this is an old building. We weren't sure what we were going to find in terms of do things still work. <laughs> so we did do a we did a, a series of soft openings, and the first one was the first week uh, or the, the week before Thanksgiving. 
So okay. about almost almost two months now. Yeah. 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 So uh, did you learn anything that was positive in the soft opening, or were you just tweaking things to get ready for the big grand opening? Uh, no, we we learned a lot, uh, mm. and and the the reason you do soft openings is to figure out things you got to tweak, um, and yeah. so things that you know, we first we you know um, nobody on, on nobody that's currently on the team uh, was part of the team before, and so for example, understanding how much music leaks out of the big open patio mm. space yeah. is something that uh, we nobody on the current team had any idea. Uh, just you know the impact of that. So w- one thing that we learned is that we got to you know when we have live bands when we have live shows we got to turn that down quite a bit because uh, it it can sort of you know get out. We spent a lot of money uh, and a lot of effort to 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 minimize that. For example, we uh, we insulated the ceilings. Uh, we created uh, uh, base absorption areas in the corners. Uh-huh. We, we sprayed the entire ceiling with a paint called K13, which is uh, mm. some uh, new age acoustic that actually grabs sound as it passes by. Interesting. So we spent a decent, a, a significant, a significant investment in trying to reduce the amount of sound leakage. But then again, you know, first time that you put a band up there and they, and, you know, the people like to hear them, they like to hear themselves, and all of a sudden you stand outside and your neighbor's like, hey, it's kind of loud. <laughs> so, we, you know, that's one thing we learned is, you know, how much the sound travels a bit. We've, we're, we're tweaking that to try and make sure that we're not a nuisance to the, to the neighborhood. Uh, other things that we found out that were really good is just how much the, you know, the neighborhood and, you know, people in San Francisco enjoyed having the Savoy open again. You know? So many people have told me that. <laughs> The number of stories I hear, people are like, I, I met my wife here, you know, I met my significant other here. Uh, you know, I, you know I, this is, I, one person told me that they bought a uh, um, uh, t- two glasses of wine for Francis Ford Coppola in that corner, right here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I don't know if it's true or not. That, that's what that, that person told me. Just so, so people know, we're sitting in the bar. <laughs> so that, that would have been the uh, northeast corner of the bar. The, far, the very corner of the banquette there, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, it's actually one of the uh, one of the reps that uh, sells us liquor. Uh, when he came in and was talking about the stuff that he wanted to sell us and you know, what stuff we need, and he said, you know, when, when I was uh, in college, I was here uh, having some drinks, and I saw Francis Ford Coppola in the corner, and I just bought him. He was with somebody else, and so I yeah. bought two glasses of wine, and then I went back to my business. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I hear a lot of stories of people that have you know, had significant moments in their life here, and so that, you know, I didn't know that, I mean, I knew that Savoy is historic and it had a lot of history here, but I didn't know just how much people genuinely, in, you know, have uh, uh, marking moments in their life here, and, that, mm-hmm. and, and so that was it. To know that there's a there's a there's a whole you know group of people out there that have been here have some significant ties to to, to the, its history is pretty cool. Uh, going back to the live sound, when I met you before, you told me about your sound system, and uh, I found that interesting, at least as a musician, that you uh, play speakers throughout the area over there, so that yes. you don't have to get all the sound from the stage to the listener. There are speakers nearby almost everyone in the room. Right. That's correct. So yeah. one of the things that we did is we had a um, we had 
uh, sound technicians come in from a very reputable uh, legacy business here in San Francisco called um, uh, J JK Sound. And they came in and did, you know, a lot of acoustic engineering uh, in terms of trying to figure out where the sound bounces and, and how, how, you're, how you can get a clear sound within the bar yeah. without having, you know, because previously, you know, you, 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 most, you know, this bar and most other bars would just put big speakers by the stage and mm -hmm. just push sound. Um, and because of the open space that we have, um, that is a, you know... It, that's just a bad recipe for us because that if you push all the sound straight towards that big entrance, uh, you know, the, 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 the patio entrance, it's not going to stop. It's just going <laughs> to go and bounce off, off the neighbor's walls on the streets. And that, you know, is why people will, will complain. So we placed, we have, I don't know the exact number, but it's somewhere between 12 and 14 speakers mm. uh, that are uh, uh, positioned throughout the, 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 the bar. And that way we can create that clear, you know, audible sound without having to, uh, you know, really just amp up the, uh, the volume. It's more pinpointed. It is. It is. And so wherever you sit, you're, you're not far from any of the speakers, mm -hmm. and, the, and the, they're all very, you know, high-quality speakers. And so, you know, with just a little bit of volume, you can hear it. You don't have, it doesn't have to blow your eardrums out. And these days, you know, uh, we're finding that uh, those of us that are of older generations... Um, you know, damaged our eardrums significantly by going to concerts <laughs> and listening to music at very high, high sounds. Uh -huh. And the kids these days don't necessarily want that either. Um, you know, they're a little bit more conscious of uh, the long-term effects of learning from their elders. <laughs> they are, they are. <laughs> so, so it's a win-win. We, you know, we get yeah. a clear sound. Uh, the neighbors uh, complain a little bit less, and uh, we don't blow anyone's eardrums out. So, what music are you programming right now? So um, we are uh, we're programming mostly um, uh, you know acoustic sounds, jazz sounds right now. Um, one of the things that's really unique about the Savoy is that it has forever. I think maybe the best way to describe it is just it never really had like its own very clear. This is what we play at the Savoy. It was it, it always had like a, a pretty broad selection of acts. I remember that way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, you know, for example, if you go down to the saloon, you know, it's a blues place. Mm -hmm. And you know that if you go there on a Friday or Saturday, you're going to listen to blues because yeah. that's what they play. Yeah. Um, you know, some of the other spots, uh, you know, you know uh, in you know, the surrounding area or downtown might be like, you know, a jazz, a specific jazz place or some places are, you know, might be like a, a heavy metal or rock place. And they're just kind of known that the Savoy always kind of mixed things up. All over the, I mean, you know, from yeah. from plays like Beach Blanket Babylon to you know having Mal Sharp on the patio playing, yeah. you know, that that big Louisiana brass, uh, you know, uh, jazz. Yeah. And so we we, we want to follow that tradition and, and kind of mix it up a little bit. We wanted we do want to focus on jazz because we think that there's a, there's a there's a need for it. a lot of folks that we talk to say you know really want to hear more jazz. And there's um there's a new place I think that opened up on Broadway, yeah. Keys. Yes, mm -hmm. and I think that they're focused on jazz. Mm -hmm. I think it's great. I think that I think the city wants it. Yeah. So we'll we'll, we'll do a, a good deal of jazz and acoustic stuff, um, and then you know we, we're currently kind of um, you know uh, selecting other acts that will be filling out um, throughout throughout the year. Great. Now one of the things that a lot of people don't know is that our our license 
limits us to the number of live performances we can do per year. Oh. And that's something that's a legacy thing. So we're petitioning with ABC to have that removed. Um, but the big problem is that historically, you know, that open patio had created sort of a, you know, a negative uh, impact to the bar because, you know, you, again, it's just the way things were set up. And, you know, for example, this was all, you know, the Savoy was ground central for the 80s, late 70s, early 80s punk scene. Mm-hmm. So you had the Ramones out here, you had mm-hmm. the Mutants out here. Mm-hmm. Those weren't quiet bands. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> so, you know, they, yeah. Some of that legacy stuff, you know, which nowadays people are like, oh my God, I can't believe the Ramones. I mean, the Ramones are, you know, they, they're a revered band these they days. They are. But in the 80s and the 90s when they were, you know, playing here, the 70s, they actually played 1976 here. You know, the, so the, early, wow. Yeah. The, the, the neighbors, not as, fa- not, not as, you know, excited <laughs> about it. So some some of the you know we're paying for some of those past sins. Yeah, I see. Right. Um, and and so what we're trying to establish with the ABC is that we're taking all kinds of steps to try to make sure to remediate the sound issue. We're actually we, we've ordered some curtains. They're on hold. I don't know why. Everything this year is impossible to get. But uh, we have some sound curtains that are going to come in, and that's going to help us as well with the sound leakage. Um, and we're you know we're doing as much as we can to 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 reduce the. Uh, the impact to the, to the neighborhood, yeah, um, uh, and yeah, we're petitioning to ABC to get that removed. So as long as you know, uh, we're we're happy to we're happy to get a little bit of leeway and then show that you know we're capable of managing it. Uh-huh. And and so we're in that process. How did you get involved and become an owner here? So uh, uh, to be clear, I'm not an owner of the Savoy, like the bar and uh, the building. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm I'm an owner of the management company. I see. And so what happened is, so this this building and the bar um, was um, purchased by Claire Cozell in 1983 from Freddie Coop. So there's actually only been three families that have only that have ever owned the Savoy: That's the Finocchio family, the Coo family, and the Cozell family. Yeah. So. Hundred and almost hundred and twenty years, three families. It's, it is pretty amazing. <laughs> um, and uh, her son is a very good friend of mine, and um, we had we we had done some investments together in the past. Um, when she uh, was, um, you know, uh, she passed away in twenty twenty one, I think July of twenty twenty one, and um, you know, a few months prior to that, you know, the, the kind of you know, she was in hospice, and, and he reached out to me and said, hey, you know, I'd, I'd really like to relaunch my mom's bar. At that time, it was closed because of the earthquake retrofit um, mm-hmm. uh, and in the middle of COVID, and so there was no yeah. rush to get open. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he reached out and said, hey, would you be interested in, you know, in helping relaunch the Savoy? And um, my first inclination was kind of hesitant, but when I looked into the history of the place and I, and I realized, you know, um, more so than you know, bringing back you know a bar, you're bringing back an institution. Like, well, I'm that, all in. <laughs> great. <laughs> so, so that's how I got. That's how I got I involved. See. Let's talk about the murals a little bit. Multiple artists did these. That is correct. So the the one of the things that we really wanted to do uh, in the relaunch was to modernize it from an infrastructure perspective, but not try to mute or remove its history. And so, um, you know, half of the murals that you see 
were done in the 60s uh, by an artist. I think it, it, there's actually, uh, the signature is above the door over there. There's ah. a signature of an author, okay. sorry, of an artist, and it has the date, and it says like 1967. So those murals have been there since the 60s. But because we, you know, during the earthquake retrofit, they tore down this wall, um, and then we had to build that vestibule out there to help with sound management. There were certain things that, 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 uh, that we implemented, and we thought, well, how do we, you know, how do we make it still look like the old Savoy? And yeah. so we contracted uh, out uh, uh, a gentleman from Sacramento, who is a, a mural genius, uh, you know, because we came in and we said, I, I'll never forget when he came in here, and he was like, yeah, I could do this. And I said, can you make it look like it's been there for 30 years? And he said, yeah. <laughs> and I, I said, I don't think so. And he was right. Uh, I mean, so these, these are new. These peacocks here are less than, you know, three months old, yet they look as if they've been there that long. They do. So the ones we're talking about are the ones right behind you on the east wall. That's correct. Yeah, yeah, the new ones. And then the 60s ones are on the north wall. Okay. Yeah. And if you, if you go further down the, 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 the bar towards the street, there are three murals that lead to a monkey on the corner. Yeah. Uh, those are all from the 60s. Yeah. But to the left of that, there is um, monkeys on luggage. <laughs> uh, that's all new. Okay. Those, those monkeys are new monkeys, so we have old monkeys and new <laughs> monkeys now. Um, and so he did a really good job of sort of mapping, uh, matching them out so that the, the hue looks like it's been there that long. And, and, you know, I've actually had people that worked in this bar come in here and say, I can't tell which ones are the new ones. <laughs> so, you know. High it, praise. Yes, he did a really, really great job. What, what else did you work hard to preserve? So, um, oh, let's see, where, where didn't we do that? <laughs> <laughs> that might be easier. So, for example, uh, all the panels that you see in the Art Deco, uh, sort of, uh, we call it the Art Deco room because all of the glass uh, chandeliers hang yeah. that are all Art Deco. Yeah. So, uh, all of the panels are original panels from when this was a cafe. They had booths, and if you can see mm. behind you, there's a little button. Yeah. That was to call the waiter. <laughs> so you could be at your booth, and then you, you know, if, I don't know, if you needed to order something else, another cocktail, you hit the button, and then, you know, uh, one of the lovely waiters would come by, or, or waitresses, and, and uh, check out your table. So you could actually see, like, there's where the button was oh, there, right. there's where the button was there. Oh, there was. sure. Yeah. So this, in, this entire room is, at, you know, we, we did as much as we could to keep it, you know, with the old artwork and with the old look, and then... All of the Art Deco chandeliers, those used to sit on top of the bar over there. And they pointed upward. Yeah. If, you, if you look at like Google, Google Images mm. and Facebook Images, you'll yeah. see that that bar used to be lit up with all these chandeliers. Oh. We took those, and instead of got, getting rid of them, we hung them and created this, uh, this room, which is kind of like, uh, you know, the, the, uh, you'd almost say this could be the oldest section, <laughs> you know, except for the bar. Yeah. That bar has existed since the opening of this place. And, you know, it, it has seen its wear, but, uh, but it is, you know, it's, it's uh, a bar built in 1906. So, so this particular room, I think, is, or sorry, as you know, since we're sit- sitting here, the, you know, 
the subjectively really is two bars connected by one door. So what what we call the old bar is the south side mm-hmm. uh, because this bar was built in 1906. Right. The, we call it the new bar okay. in, in, in quotations. <laughs> the other bar that's the north facing one because it was the, the bar was built in the 50s. Yeah. So what we did we put we put more effort really keeping the old history of the Savoy in the old bar and the new bar. That's why, for example, like uh, you know we you know we got we added marble to that uh, uh, to that side of the to the bar on the north side, which is not the the um, the brass is the original bar okay from from that time yeah but we add a little a little marble there to make it uh, a little bit more appealing to the eyes there's there's a, there's a few more things like and like, as i mentioned like the the sound the acoustics things like that we did a lot more over there yeah um because it's kind of like the newer bar um yeah. and then the old bar we did as much as we could to keep it in the old you know in the old status very that, cool that very cool and we'd be remiss not to mention on the north bar the pictures by Jeremy Fish on the wall. I can't say enough good things about Jeremy Fish. Uh, <laughs> Jeremy Fish is a great guy. Uh, he actually is uh, good friends with our bar designer. So our uh, 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 C. Walters Design is the company we work with, uh, and C. Walters is uh, short, short for Craig Walters. Um, and he, his office is actually above the Savoy Tivoli. Convenient. Yeah, it, it worked out really well. So <laughs> when we started looking for bar designers to help us kind of, you know, go through this metamorphosis with us, uh, he, you know, uh, we, we reached out to probably four or five shops in the city. And, you know, he called and said, listen, I met my wife there. I live above it. I, I you know, I bleed for the Savoy. This, you have to give me this job. Um, and, and, you know, one, one hour with the, uh, from that interview, we said, you know what, absolutely. Uh, and, and he was um, instrumental in sort of helping guide us through his metamorphosis. And he has a personal connection with Jeremy Fish. And so Jeremy, uh, you know, has been actually tracking our progress. He'd stick his head in there when, we're, when it was all... You know, covered with dust, and he'd be, oh, you guys, oh, I, oh, that's nice, and, you know, he, he was just such a good guy, and then when um, uh, when we finally did get done, he reached out to Craig, or Craig reached out to him, and, and they said, hey, you know, I could put some artwork in there, and we said, yes, please, <laughs> so uh, we do have some beautiful artwork. Two of the six pieces that are there are actually ours. The other four are sort of on loan, uh, and so if anyone here, uh, uh, or if anyone listening comes here and sees the like the four closest to the street mm. those are for sale mm-hmm. uh, I don't have any idea what Jeremy wants for them I don't know <laughs> they, they can are. walk across the street and talk to him that's right they go right down the street to the, to the fish tank and uh, and ask him how much he wants for those things um, over time what we're going to be doing is rotating local artists uh, so we'll do a few months with uh, those four pieces of his and then we're going to have you know someone else put some stuff up uh, you know the Savoy had historically always been kind of a cultural center for art. You know, uh, a lot of artists, uh, I mean, they had a recording studio here. They mm. used to record, they, there was the Savoy Tivoli record label. Oh. It was in Amazing. the 70s. Yeah. And one, of the, one of the things that we found in the basement when we were cleaning it out were, uh, you know, those reels of uh, recorded sound in, in boxes, like uh, from the 
I, I, we haven't listened to them. We don't know any what's on them, but we just know they're like the audio, like the the, the, the round reel to reel tape, reel reel tape. Okay. And so yeah, so there was a record studio here. You know, uh, it, the, all of this art. Uh, it is my understanding that that it was done by patrons, uh, the, the the murals. That's that's my understanding. That we have a we have a ton of art in the back that we're going to bring up into the billiard room, um, and uh, a lot of that was created by patrons. The the young lady who sits above the the, the old bar. Yeah, uh, right. The, the lady yeah. in pearls. I took a picture. Yeah. Uh, that was created by a local artist uh, here, and and you know how much of this stuff was given to the Savoy or purchased by Savoy, I don't know. But uh, there, there's always been a, a connection and a kinship between art and the Savoy, and so we want to foster that, and we want to keep, you know, uh, giving a place, allowing a place for local artists to display their work. Yeah. Um, and in fact, one of the things that we're thinking about doing is uh, doing some of the, like uh, bringing in someone who might do like uh, like on a slow night, like uh, like you know, like those uh, you know uh, sessions where people will paint something with instruction and have a couple of cocktails. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, very cool. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, speaking of cocktails, anything you want to highlight about your cocktail menu and. You also serve food. No, I no remember food. right. No food. No okay. Food. No, we were we're, okay. we're type forty eight license, which uh, allows us to, to make our living off of uh, uh, you know alcohol. Yeah. Um, and because of the big giant windows, food the health department is uh, really uh, oh. putting the screws to us on food. Um, so we're 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 working with them to see. We we, we would like to to we don't have a kitchen. But we would like to work out a partnership with some of the local restaurants because mm-hmm. we have a lot of amazing restaurants yeah. in North Beach where we could have, uh, uh, you know, there, there's um, there's software these days where you can have a menu here, yeah, have customers order here, and then yeah. just that 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 restaurant would just deliver it right mm-hmm. here, and so the patron would never have to leave the, the this location, and they could still have somebody else's food. Mm-hmm. We're going to work towards that, um, but. Um, um, the Beatles have joined us. <laughs> the, the Beatles have joined us. Let me let me uh, ask David if, if he can put the Beatles on the other side. Uh, David, we're doing a podcast. Uh, so could you? Uh... We love always, the Beatles. Always welcome. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> um, but well, in terms of the yeah. the cocktail, yes. So what one of the things that that uh, uh, is great about the Savoy is we have a hundred years of history of making cocktails so one uh we've got a lot of uh we've got a lot of experience and two um we're not bashful about making combinations and stuff so what we what what patrons can find here is that we will be running through a rotating specialty cocktail list on a very regular basis like every three months we're going to be refreshing our cocktails um because we think that that's you know over time you know like Sure, for right now, an espresso martini is the hottest thing all over San Francisco. <laughs> a year from now, no one's going to want an espresso martini, right? <laughs> so, we, we, this place has been around long enough to see how those trends evolve and, and how they, you know, they just they come in, they come out. And so, what, what we want to make sure that we're all constantly doing is just offering really good cocktails um, and, and, and variety. And so, if you know, we'll always have the staples. Like, people will be able to come in and order, you know, an old-fashioned or, you know, 
dark and stormy or anything else that they, you know that there is our favorite. But we'll have a, a rotating list every you know uh, on, on a very you know three month uh, basis uh, where we take our signature cocktails and refresh them. Right now, uh, we in in paying homage to the fact that this place launched uh, uh, where the Beach Blanket Babylon was launched here. Mm-hmm. We currently have a cocktail called the Beach Blanket. Yeah, it's a it's a very nice uh, mezcal based cocktail that compare that uh, combines mezcal and Campari, and um, um, and some uh, some citrus and, and some bitters, and it is just an amazing cocktail. Uh, it, it's it's kind of it's kind of funny how it works out. We you know when you put together a cocktail list, you spend an inordinate amount of time creating cocktails and throwing them away because you just you know you make oh, it and you're yeah. like yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's the one I want. And, and I mean, we started with a list of, to, to get to the, the opening list, we started with a list of over 56 cocktails <laughs> that we, you know, had to make and, and make them different styles. Like, okay, rye whiskey versus, you know, uh, bourbon versus Irish whiskey. And you go through all those machinations and, and, you know, you bring family in, you bring friends in, have them try it. And Tough you... job. Someone's <laughs> got to do it. Yeah. I'm, I'm not saying that I didn't enjoy it. I'm just saying. There's, a, you know, it, 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 it can, it, you know, when, once you get into it, uh, you, you find out that it's a lot less, you know, glamorous, and it's a lot more of, you know, just really minute, you know, like, I don't know, that, that one's slightly sweeter, and, you know, that might be better, or no, I like the acidity in this one, and that will make it better, and so the Beach Blanket was one of the ones that came through from that 56, and came through, currently I think we have about uh, 12 cocktails in our special uh, menu right now. And um, turns out it's by far our biggest seller, and it has the name of the play that uh, yeah. <laughs> that, that launched here. I don't know if I don't know if it's because it's a great cocktail or because it has the name. I don't know. As uh, long as it works, <laughs> but it, but it is working well. That's um, cool. It's a great co- cocktail. We also have a you know um, it is as everyone can see by uh, existing in San Francisco. It's been wet and cold for a long time. Yeah, we have a. Uh, uh, we have a really nice hot uh, cocktail uh, called the I think it's called the Fall Harvest, and it's a um, it's a warm cocktail done in a, in a hot toddy type style. Yeah. But instead, it's uh, it's there's a lot of cinnamon, a lot of spice, uh, anise, and so it's uh, it's it's a really nice like highly flavorful cocktail. Um, and it's no there's no, no there's no surprise why that one's selling really well. <laughs> Just <laughs> look outside out the, today. It's wet out there. It's been wet out there. In fact, yeah. um, the 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 first the first day of the um, the first day of what, what do they call that? The atmospheric river. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 We you know uh, this is an old building. It's been around since 1906. Uh, one of our uh, this, uh, light well in the, on the first floor. Mm. The one of the drains uh, plugged up. And before you know it, we actually had ended up having water streaming down the, the, the ceiling here. Um, you know, it, it damaged uh, one of the panels there. Um, we gotta get that replaced. But yeah, I mean, it's been it's been wet, it's been cold, and so people are drinking the fall harvest <laughs> like crazy. Um, 
on top of on top of those cocktails, there's another ten or so, all all worth trying. They're all fantastic cocktails. Um, you and clearly did the homework. Absolutely, I, I we we can tell you that nothing goes onto our cocktail list that hasn't been tried by at least five people in five different machinations. I mean, you know, we one of the things that we that we within the staff that we talk about is we just want to make good drinks, and that takes time. It takes making sure that, yeah, in fact, like uh, even though the Beach Blanket is one of the best sellers, last night one of our bartenders, Laura. Um, Noticed that you know um, we're serving it in a glass that has like you know it's 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 leaving maybe a, maybe a half an inch uh, from the top when you put it in, uh, and so she she added prosecco to it to sort of fill that gap and she um, uh, mixed it up. Turned out it made it slightly, in my opinion, slightly better. So we may we may keep that little piece that she added. Uh, because it made it a tiny bit less sweet, and I mean, if you yeah. if, if you like less sweet cocktails, right. uh, you, you'll really love love it. If you prefer sweeter things, you'll prefer it without it. But we may we you know we'll it, last night it was only three of us that tasted it. We'll we'll, we'll go th- through the process of having a few other people on team <laughs> taste it the side by side and say, is this a better cocktail or not? Right. Um, and so yes, yeah, so we do. We take it very serious. We want to make sure that we put out good cocktails. What else do you see in the future? So, you know, um, what we hope for is um, more live entertainment. I think that this space lends itself. Uh, it has a history of it. It's, a, it's an amazing place where I think, you know, um, you know poetry slams, um, Live music. We do movie night now, uh, but maybe we could do you know plays. We have a big stage. We have, we've got you know we've got a great uh, you know sound system. We have uh, uh, in our budget. Uh, we're moving. We're going to do some lighting. So there's we we've got a great place that I think performances can really thrive. Um, and so we're going to you know lay our future at the feet of uh, ABC and. Pray that uh, they will give us, and that the city, and maybe the community, can support us in that process, because we think that. Uh, personally, when I when I started this project, um, in looking at all the different things that you could do with this space, I thought the one that makes the most sense, the one that's worked for a hundred years, is to give local talent a place to let their creativity thrive, and that's so. As long as I'm involved with the Savoy, I will be pushing for that, and. Um, th- that's where I, I'm hopeful that uh, we'll win out on that. Sounds great. Thank you. Thank you. Anything else you'd like to say about the place? Um, the only other thing I would say is that we're, um, you know, um, we're open. Uh, <laughs> you know, we still get people that walk by, and you know, even though the door is open, uh, they say, "Oh, you guys are open." <laughs> So, what we'd like, for everyone to know, the Savoy is back. Uh, you know, we've got uh, a great team working in this place. Um, they're doing everything they can to make sure that people come here, have a good time, have great cocktails. And, um, you know, we're open and we're, we're ready to, you know, create new memories for the city. So, currently, our hours are uh, Wednesday and Thursday from 5 to midnight, Friday and Saturday from 5 to 2 a.m., and Sunday from 11 to 7. 
And starting next Friday, we will be opening up for coffee in the mornings. So we will okay. do uh, like from eight o'clock to maybe one or two o'clock, selling coffee. Use that big giant open air patio. I mean. Mm-hmm. With any luck, it'll stop raining sometime in the future. <laughs> and someone would want to be sitting in an open-air cafe drinking coffee. Um, <laughs> I'm very confident of that. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so starting next week, we should start opening uh, for the morning coffee hour. Great. And, uh, people can come in, have a cup of coffee. We've got, you know, as, as you know, there's a lot of tables. There's a place where people can set up and work for a couple hours if they wanted to. Or just yeah. come watch, watch people avoid the rain. Uh, you know, just. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's great people watching. I should ask you if you have Wi-Fi. We do. Okay. We do have Wi-Fi. Great. And we, uh, I'll, I'll say it now so that it so that it's documented. We are having uh, some internal discussions about that uh, about how much of the Wi-Fi we give out, uh-huh. and, and and mostly because uh, you know. Um, you know, we're not we're not a coffee shop uh, only. You know, we're 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 also a, you know we're a bar in the evening, so so we're kind of uh, you know we've got a lot of systems that we have to work like um, you know we have our inventory system. We've got a lot of um, like more uh, back end type stuff that are running all the time, mm. and so you know we're we're you know we're happy to give out the, the, the Wi-Fi to folks and, and let them come in and, and, and enjoy coffee and, and, and use the Wi-Fi but at the same time you know we don't envision it be a place where someone sets up for eight hours you know like you know yes. we, don't, we don't envision sort of like a Starbucks type scenario where the, the, the hard thing for us is going to be making that nightly transformation from sort of like a open terrace Parisian cafe to you know, a nice place where you want to go out for a cocktail, you know, take a girl on a date. We have weirdly noticed that we we may be coming a date night spot because, like last night, we had... I was here opening night, and I think it was <laughs> it started right away. <laughs> right? I think the, the, last night, I, we, you know, of uh, I would say eighty percent of our patrons were couples on a date, um, which is great, lovely. We we, we love it. Uh, but uh, I just um, I just thought I'd mention it because it came to my, my head. We have to transform from like you know a place where you get your coffee, maybe you know a pastry or whatever, and then you know there's a moment where then it switches to a place where you come, you know, let off some steam, go on a date, you know, hear take, some music, hear some music, yeah, watch it, watch a movie. We yeah. uh, we watched uh, two movies uh, on Wednesday, and uh, we we do free popcorn. So you come in, people get free popcorn and watch the movie. And uh, they, you know, we watched the Maltese Falcon, San Francisco-based uh, movie, and we watched Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. So we have a little something for everyone. We we can go with the classic film noir, or we can go with you know just the ridiculous you know uh, laugh your pants off comedy. So and we will we will be moving into maybe uh, um, dance lessons. We're gonna figure out a, a night to do dan- dance lessons up here. So that's coming. <laughs> Well, um, maybe that wraps it up, Tito. Thank you very much for your time. Great talking with you. Great to hear the history, what your plans are, what you're currently doing, reminding people that you're open. All good. Thank you very much. I'm I'm pleased to be a part of the podcast. Uh, We are huge fans. This is the best neighborhood in San Francisco, and I know you're not supposed to say that, but it is. (laughs) And we're very, very, very happy to be a part of it. It's a poorly kept secret. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you again. 
Thank we'll you. We'll see you around. All right. Thank you very much. Follow Savoy Tivoli on Instagram. Many thanks to Tito Avila for the time we spent in the conversation in the south bar of the Savoy. That's the room on the right when you come in the entrance. So check it out soon, 1434 Grant Avenue between Green and Union. Tito previously mentioned the hours in the podcast here. Uh, thank you for listening to North Beach Now. You can follow us on Tumblr. We're no longer on Twitter, but you can follow us on Tumblr at North Beach Now. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast. We're on SoundCloud, Spotify, Google, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and Overcast. And we hope you will subscribe and check out our other episodes. Thank you very much for listening to North Beach Now.